Hello, this is Brother Brooks at Professional Mess Makers, and I thought to try something a little different today. I'm kind of on location at a little league game, and you know, had a little downtime. And you know, while you hear some noise in the background, I thought, hmm, hey, they're human. They're just like me. They're professional mess makers. Might make for an interesting background noise. So, said, hey, let's go. Let's go for it. Um. We still find ourselves in Romans the eighth chapter, and we're, and we're talking about um, living by the power of God's Spirit. And uh, in Romans eight, we're in chapter nine. We're looking at verse. We're in chapter eight. We're looking at verses nine through um, seventeen. And one thing that God does tell us, <laughs> and uh, you can't make up the, the spirit of a little kid uh, uh, yelling in the background, but. You know, and that kid, he's crying because he has some desires he's trying to fulfill. But um, it's funny because verse 9 talks about you're no longer ruled by your desires, but by God's spirit who lives in you. People who do not have the spirit of Christ in them do not belong to him. But Christ lives in you. So you are alive because God has accepted you. And even though your body must die because of our skins, our sins, excuse me, not because of our skin, but because of our sins. Yet God raised Jesus to life. And God's spirit now lives in us, and he will raise you to life by his spirit. So my dear friends, we must not live to satisfy our desires. If you do, you will die, but you will live if by the help of God's spirit, if you say no to your desires. Only those people who are led by God's spirit are his children. God's spirit does not make us slaves who are afraid of him, but instead we become his children and call him our father. God's Spirit makes us sure that we are His children. His Spirit lets us know that together with Christ, we will be given what God has promised. We will also share in the glory of Christ Jesus because we have suffered with Him. There's a lot in there to unpack, and we'll go back to the fact that because we have accepted God, in the ninth verse it talks about we are no longer ruled by our desires. Guys, this flesh is carnal, it's weak, there's wants, there's desires, we see things, we envy, we covet. Heck, sometimes it's simple as a burger or extra more fries than we, we should actually be eating. You know, sometimes it's a double helping of, uh, of a double cheeseburger or, you know, or a big gulp when a small drink will do, you know. But, you know, sometimes it's, it's more money, it's that new car. You know, sometimes it's that home edition. All those things are fine. They're materialistic. They're fine in the proper context, in the context that, you know, God is first. You know, in the context that, you know, we are doing what God has called us to do. We're providing and giving as God has called us to do. And, and you know, because he's only called us to give 10%. You know, the other 90, he, he expects us to do whatever we want, whatever we will do with it. But he also expects us to be good stewards in that. And if we're if we're good stewards in, in, in what he's entrusted us to, if we're good stewards in what he's given us and his experience and people around us, then we will live in God's spirit. And you know, he talks about you know we belong to him because the spirit's inside of us. And yeah, these bodies will die. Circle of life. Um, just uh, we're not meant to be on earth forever in this bodily form, but we are to live in eternity. But as we live in eternity, God changes us in the twinkling of an eye. We, we, we're blessed with a heavenly body, a body that we can use to 
be in his presence, that he will, you know, he will transfigure, you know, with that, with the new body we're given, we will be able to do what he has called us to do for all eternity. We won't grow old. We won't wear out, you know, the things that we need and require for our body. It's not the same. You know, our cells won't go ratchet and misproduce and us form cancer or high blood pressure. None of that. All that will pass, you know, as these bodies passed away. And just as Jesus, just as God raised Jesus to life, he'll also raise us to life. So we must live to fulfill God's word. We must have hope. We must allow the Holy Spirit to move in us. And we must say no <coughs> to um, our desires and understand we must we must move by God's will. We must move by God's spirit. Just as God's spirit allowed me or told me, hey, you know, while you're out here tonight, while you're sitting, game hasn't begun yet, you know, go ahead and share my word. Go ahead and, you know, do it in a different setting. And the biggest thing about God's spirit is we do not, we're not slaves to God. You know, we're servants of God. We're children of God. and We're his hands in the world. And so one of the biggest things I, I, I've learned lately is, you know, one in seeking God, you know, um, he's going to share his love with me and I'm to share my love with him and it's amazing how God uses uh, people, situations, circumstance to grow us, to mold us to prune us to grind us to snip us, to grow us I mean, you know, and sometimes these things hurt, but God knows what he's doing and therefore you know, he he lets us know that together with Christ, we will be given what is promised and we will share in the glory. And because of him, he has suffered. I can't think of a better reason to suffer, but you know, that 18th verse definitely does mention the fact that um, our present suffering, our present suffering will not compare at all in any shape, form or fashion to the glory that he will show to us as we continue living by his word and as he calls us home. Well guys, as always, be you, do you, stay you. Take care and have a good one.